welcome to Stoner Chicks, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. I am no other than Phoebe Richards. <laughs> and I am some other Stephanie Thompson. And I'm which way Grace Penzel. <laughs> And we're here with you this week in such a way. We uh, don't have Kayla with us, sadly, so sadly. Yeah. She's off cavorting around and hopefully having the time of her life. But I'm kind of excited because we haven't had this combo before. No. You're so right. I never realized that. (laughs) This is a new triad. A new triad episode. You know what else I'm super excited about? What? We launched our Patreon. More stoner chick content. (laughs) Yay! And uh, we just launched it a few days ago, and we already have some patrons that we're so excited to thank. Yes, let's get into it. First off, uh, the first thank you is for the amazing Carol Maloney. She's no baloney. (laughs) She's the best. Uh, And she has subscribed to our bronze bong level. We love you, Carol. Also, huge thank you to Tony Morse. That's my Morse code for signing up for the silver bong level. Thank you, Tony Morse. Thanks, Tony. And then for... We have some platinum subscribers for the platinum bong level. So exciting. Blows my mind. And I'm going to list all of these three. And um, so it's Jeffrey Nichols, Carissa Kuhn, and Jamie. (laughs) Yay. I'm speechless. Uh. (laughs) Wow. Stephanie is speechless. That's the best thank you you could get. Speechless from how just absolutely tickled I am about the Platinum Bong subscribers. And we're already working to put together um, our packages to send to our Platinum Bong subscribers. They're going to be getting uh, stickers, a t-shirt, and then crafts from us, including a resin ashtray from Kayla, a collage from Phoebe, felt arts from Stephanie. My mommy's helping. Stephanie's mommy is helping. Yeah. And uh, then weed poems from me. So thank you all so much for subscribing to that. And if y'all want to support us, go to patreon.com slash stonerchicks. And we've got some great stuff over there. And we love you. And we love you so fucking much. Speaking of love, Grace. Oh. (laughs) Yes. I think you have a new friend. I have a new friend, so um, my birthday is coming up, and I use that as a justification to buy myself a bong present, because I went on to Instagram the other day, and of course the Stoner Chicks podcast Instagram algorithm is like, all of the ads are for different stoner products, Mm -hmm. and I found this bong, and it's from a company called UUYEWYEW, and they're basically oh. kind of sculptural almost. That, that is cool. So, so what Grace is holding up is, is that a green glass? It's it's like teal Teal colored. colored. It's glass. It's very, it's very shaped. Like it's a, it's shaped. <laughs> I know it's all yeah. shapes, but it's like a circle with, but it's very symmetric. Not A circle that's flat on the bottom. I guess <laughs> it's. What do you, it's what a circle that's flat on the bottom. Angular, I would yeah, say. Yeah, it's angular. 
it just geometric. has ge- geometric is what I'm it reminds me of something because it does sort of have a, that green hue it reminds me of something that would have been in that room at the end of Return to Oz when <gasps> Dorothy oh. and the scarecrow and everyone gets sent in and they have to try to or no they're trying to find the scarecrow and they have to pick the object that is the scarecrow and it's like all these green objects everywhere that sounds beautiful. I haven't seen that movie, but the Emerald City itself is like my ultimate fantasy land. Return to Oz is amazing, but it is she gets back to Oz and Oz has crumbled and the Emerald City is gone. So maybe oh, it'd be no. a sad one for you, Grace. <laughs> Might be sad. But but yeah, so anyways, I got it because they were, they were saying like you can hold it in your hand without worrying about dropping it, all this stuff. Anyway, we'll post pictures, but um for now I think the thing to do is to take a podcast consecratory rip. Absolutely. There we go. Stoner Chicks ASMR. Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you. So yeah, now that I've now that I've smoked a bong, I think it's time for our first segment. <laughs> is it time for Stoner of the Week? Hold, please. Our narrator needs a cough break. (laughs) Shameful. I'm dancing to your coughs. So for this week, Stoner of the Week, I had some trouble deciding, but what I finally landed on was none other than Miley Ray Cyrus herself. (gasps) Stoner of the Week. Are you saying Hannah Montana? I'm saying Hannah Montana. Okay. And she has mentioned at times that um, she was smoking while Hannah Montana was still going on because Hannah, Man- Hannah Montana r- ran from 2006 to 2011, which is a really long time. And 2011 is when she released the album that I don't know the name of, but where she did uh we can't stop and they were all singing about doing molly and it was like really weird and crazy just the idea that like her teen her children's show was still going on while that was going on anyway um for a little bit of background miley ray cyrus born destiny hope cyrus was born in 1992 her father of course is billy ray cyrus so her being from nashville and everything was basically born into a musical empire uh she has four siblings and her stats kind of are that she has the most u.s billboard 200 top five albums in the 21st century by any female artist and had uh five u.s billboard top five albums it's pretty good. Yeah, it's really incredible. And I just feel like she's so awesome. She's such a chameleon. But essentially, starting around 2011, when she was not, turned 19, there's a video of her at her birthday party. And Kelly Osborne is like giving her a cake. And she's like, what's on the cake, Miley? And she's like, it's a Bob Marley cake. You know, you're a stoner when your friends make you a Bob Marley cake. You know, you smoke way too much fucking weed. <laughs> And so that was caught on video and it kind of came to view that she was like loud and proud stoner. Then in 2013, she had an interview with the Rolling Stone where she called cannabis the best drug on earth and that 
it along with MDMA were the happy drugs. She told W Magazine in 2014, I love weed and I love getting stoned. (laughs) And then though, you know, she had a few years where she was partying really hard. And in 2017, she started working on getting clean and went on Jimmy Fallon when she was going to go on a press tour for her album Younger Now and wanted to be super clear, super mentally clear for the press tour. Then in 2018, she had been sober for a while and she credited her mother as having reintroduced her briefly to it, but then I think she was sober again. But she, even when she's been sober from weed, she's been really not against it. She, like, doesn't condemn it at all. It's, like, it's just not for her. Because in 2019, she sent a cannabis bouquet to Mark Ronson for his birthday Hmm. that was made by Lowell Herb Co., which she invested in. So she's, Uh like, invested in a marijuana company. Anyway, so she's been pretty much sober. She did admit to having slipped up, I think, with drinking fallen off during the pandemic a little but she basically said like that's life you know like I'm gonna be real with you guys I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm fucking however long sober but I think her approach to slip-ups or what some might call like relapses is really healthy she says um She tells herself, don't get furious, get curious. Like, not to get mad at herself, but to ask, like, why is this happening? And, like, what can we do? And that sort of thing. I really like that. Yeah. I think it's really great. And, um, but what happened is while I was researching Miley Cyrus weed, I found out that Miley Cyrus's mother, Tish, or Mama Tish, MT for short, smokes weed and has for, I guess, okay, so she's 53 now and she was 42. So like about 11 years. And what happened is she hadn't smoked weed her entire life. And she was on a tour with Miley, but had like gone a different way and had her other daughter Noah with her and a tire popped and the bus caught fire. And she like just got her and her daughter off the bus. And then they watched the bus burn down. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so what happened is like she was having PTSD and couldn't sleep and people were trying to like give her Ambien and it made her really sleepy and out of it and Miley Cyrus was like mom like why don't you just try weed like you don't need all these chemicals and she tried pot and so then she like medicates with cannabis now for like the last 10 years and I looked further into it and she has a podcast (gasps) With her daughter, uh, Brandy Cyrus, she has a, it's called Sorry We're Stoned. She has a women-led podcast. About weed? That's amazing. How did I not know this? Miley Cyrus's mom and Miley Cyrus's sister have have a podcast together. about weed. About weed together called Sorry We're Stoned. Sorry We're Stoned. So that's my prestige. That's the big reveal I was saving for you guys. That's cool. Is that... There's this podcast. I haven't listened to it yet because I I just found that out today, unfortunately. But um, I'll definitely report back to you after I listen to it. I'll have to give it a go, too. That sounds interesting. Yeah, basically, Miley Cyrus is super down with pot. And my question to you guys and kind of how I wanted to frame this was like, what is a stoner? Right. Like, 
when I've had times in my life when I've had to leave weed for a while for whatever reason, and I know plenty of other friends who were like my smoking buddies, like like we were stoned together for like, and it wasn't meaningless, go on and we're still friends even though they don't smoke. But I kind of still think of them as stoners. So that's my question to you, like, what makes a stoner? Can we, like, take care of ourselves when we don't have the same relationship with weed for a while? And, like, how do we balance that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I have the answer off the top of my head of what is a stoner, but I do relate to I smoke weed very regularly. And, yeah, throughout my life, it's fluctuated. And I have discussed on this podcast that during quarantine over the last two years, I went from being a daily smoker, but I was I was never someone that smoked a lot when I was out and about. So I would smoke at home and maybe I'd smoke like in the evening at a party or stuff. But generally when I left to go to work doing shows, I didn't bring weed with me. I just kind of went about my day. So once I was home all day long, I now just smoke weed all day. And I'm I'm actually at a point where I am now that I'm busy again, I'm doing shows, I, I make my own schedule with all my different jobs. So it's very easy to smoke weed in the morning and be like, oh, I can do this today and I can do the rest tomorrow. And I'm starting to realize I need to have a little more self-discipline, which doesn't necessarily correlate with weed. But I feel like to start my self-discipline, I need to start being a little disciplined with when I smoke just to get myself in the habit of, I guess, being responsible, you know, and, and I think that there'll be exceptions and I could very easily go back to smoking all day long. But I feel like I just need to kickstart being a bit more motivated by sort of check that like, kind of like you were saying, checking in with myself and making sure I'm not just smoking weed out of habit, right? Because it can be easy to just do it out of habit. And during the pandemic, it was kind of my security blanket. It kept me happy. But now maybe I just need to be a little stricter with myself and just prove at least that I can do it. Yeah. And I mean, that happens here and there, but like it doesn't make you any less of a stoner. Exactly. I agree. What do I, Stephanie, define as a stoner? Well, you have that cliched, like, I mean, we've been watching movies through Stoner Movie Book Club, but even in my head, I picture the stoner to be on the couch, just kind of eating snacks and watching TV or playing video games. And that's not the stoner I am. I'm a very active stoner, where I like to go hiking and smoke a spliff on top of the highest mountain I can freaking climb or find a hot springs and smoke a spliff in a hot springs or ride my, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it enhances my activities. And so I always kind of plan my smoking around what I'm going to do. Obviously, I don't like being high at work because I like to have, you know, be high before work, but not during work, if that makes any sense. It does. Yeah. But some people can. I just, yeah, yeah I, I agree with everything that you're saying and like it's instances like those and distinctions that you make but like I'm thinking of it more like a stoner is like in your heart mm. like how you connect with people right like once you've connected with people in an experience of experiencing like a high or a lift together I feel like that sort of understanding of communion mm -hmm. does give a certain vibe to like most people who would consider themselves stoners. I like that. Yeah. So I guess my message kind of is like, 
I think we can support our friends who either need to limit their weed consumption or like if they're in recovery and need to move on from it in their lives, still like count them as one of our community and I don't know, see them in that same way. Just I I like to be accepting of people who like like respect like if you can't do it you can't do it oh yeah but I feel like there's people that are just stoners at heart and I want to like empower anyone who is having to make that choice to like do what's right for you and like your stoner community is still here for you here here <laughs> I love that grace I love that sense of community of like we're all here together regardless of what our needs are at this time we're still here as human beings for each other as a community I love that yeah and I feel like the Cyruses, like, between the mom and then her with her Happy Hippie Foundation, which is for homeless youth and LGBTQ kids, I just think Miley's such a homie and will always be a, an honorary stoner in my eyes. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Grace. That was a wonderful stoner of the week. And now... Steph is going to be leaving us, transforming herself, and when we return, we will be doing a new segment called Character Interview. So see you after our smoke break. Welcome back. Stoner Chicks Podcast here. And we have a fun new segment called Character Interview. I'm so excited to meet this person that we're going to interview Phoebe. Phoebe booked Phoebe booked this person, so I don't know. I don't know anything I about did. them. I did. I booked this person because I, I was just so curious to learn more about them. So with no further ado, let me, everyone, please introduce Lucille Galantino, or AKA Spider Lady. Hi. And you can call me call me Loose. Oh, Loose. <laughs> Hi Loose. My friends call me Loose, but the full name's Lucille Galantino. They call me Loose. I'm Lucy like a goosey. <laughs> oh. Loose, it's nice to meet you. Yeah, thank you. So, uh right off the bat, I have to say I'm just intrigued by the title of Spider Lady. I've been trying to figure yeah. out what that could mean. Could you could you please elaborate on how you have that nickname? Yeah, I make my living selling spiders on Craigslist. Oh, on Craigslist. Craigslist, yeah. <laughs> what kind of spiders? Are you, like, plastic? No, 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 no. I catch spiders in my house. I give them a week training. And so I'm actually selling you house-trained spiders for your home. What does that entail? Well, if I gave you all my secrets, Gracie, <laughs> then I don't know. No, but, but I will tell you a couple things yeah. that I do. Uh, well, at first I have to find them and lure, not lure, but it's more like, hey, I got a job for you, you know. <laughs> and uh, the spiders, um, depending on their attitude, sometimes they need a little, I don't want to call it bribery, but, you know, enticing to come along with the program. And um, by the time I'm done with these spiders, I mean, they're in your house and eating all those bugs. Like, they're just your best friend. 
and you'll be calling me for more spiders within a few weeks. I swear to goodness. I'm curious because spiders eat bugs without training. So what is it the training does that helps the spiders be better purchases? Well, I mean, you're not born an architect, are you, Phoebe? You can have architecture in your blood, but you're not born an architect. You're not born an architect. So I'm here as the spiders, a.k.a. architect professor, teaching them how to build a web, how to catch uh... food, how to eat food, how to put webs up in acceptable places where they are cohabitating with other creatures okay, yes. to be conscientious that there are maybe humans that are sensitive. You know, spiders have a lot of needs, so do humans. And this is about cohabitating. I, I feel like you guys are asking a lot of questions about how the, how people interpret spiders. Maybe I'm getting a little defensive. Well, maybe. And I hope this next question doesn't feel like I'm asking you to interpret spiders because it's kind of literally is. I was wondering if, because I am afraid of spiders, so I never get too close to them. But there is different, is it breeds? Is that what they're called in spider world? Uh, yeah, I, I refer to them as breeds because I'm a spider breeder. Okay, so there's all the different breeds, Daddy Longlegs, Praying Mantis. I, there's many others in between, I think. But Well, Praying Mantis isn't a spider, but yeah, I get I get your point. Oh, well, thanks, Spider Lady. Is there certain personality traits that you notice with particular breeds of spiders that other ones don't have? <laughs> Absolutely, Phoebe. This is a great question. Okay. I find that... There's some spiders that definitely have an attitude. I find that the smaller the spider that you have, the more of an attitude you're going to get. Okay? Interesting. The bigger the spider, the friendlier the spider, I find. Oh. What it, what does it look like to you when a spider showing you attitude? Honestly, they'll, shake, they'll, they'll do a little shake of their rump at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like saucy? Oh, no. Little, they'll turn their butt at me and they'll do a little shake. Sometimes they'll squ- squirt out a little web oh yeah it's like working with kids you know that they mean well but yeah i sell them on craigslist if you guys are interested in any of my spiders well like i said i'm i'm afraid of spiders but i'm fascinated in what you do just not interested in actually participating in the you can't have my spiders how uh how much are you charging people for these spiders how much money are you making on this i do a sliding scale spider (laughs) sale uh-huh. It really depends on, like, for example, Phoebe, my spiders are $500,000. Grace, for you, they're twenty. Wait, that's a huge difference. You've upset me with your spider. I think she meant $20. $20 for me? $20 for my spiders. How many? Grace can get 15 Phoebe, you can have one. Okay, well, I don't want any. <laughs> well, you can't have any then. Are they safe spiders? Oh, Grace, you've lost all spiders. All spiders are safe spiders, Grace. No black widows and brown recluses. Those are misunderstood spiders. Misunderstood spiders. (laughs) Sometimes I get mad, I get a lift. Oh, I'm sorry, Luce. That was horrible of me to make fun of you for that. Yeah, Luce, truly, the last thing we want is to have you on our podcast to make you feel attacked. We do respect you as an entrepreneur, and I find it fascinating. I personally don't like spiders. I don't wish them any harm. I want them out in the world doing their thing. I just probably wouldn't buy any as pets. They're amazing pets, Phoebe. Can I just tell you just a little anecdotal story about my favorite spider, Nancy? Yes, tell us about Nancy. Nancy... R.I.P. 
She lived a long time. She lived three months, which is a long time for a spider. She would greet me every morning with a little wrapped bug nuglet, like a little, you know, like wrap it all oh, up wow. with a little nug. And I know I bought stoner chicks. I am also a stoner. So seeing oh. her little nug and I'll have my little nug in my bowl. <laughs> of and course. We, we would cheers together, me and Nancy. <laughs> Oh, I'm so I mean, sorry for your loss. That's the kind of relationships you can have with pet Phoebe, with especially with spiders. And, and spiders don't need nothing. You don't need to go to the pet store. You don't need to buy food for them. You don't need a litter box. You don't need to take them for walks. You don't need to pick up their poop. They do all their self-sufficient pets, Phoebe. You just release it in the corner of your bedroom, maybe close to your face, to make sure that they get all the bugs that get close to your face. So... Maybe the spider web could be right next to your face while you're sleeping. Wait, there's bugs next to my face when I'm sleeping? Oh, there's bugs everywhere, Phoebe. That's why you need spiders. Do you have spiders all over or just in one room? Do you have like a spider room? I live freely with the spiders. I call it free living with the spiders. But (laughs) the ones I'm training have a training facility that every morning at 7 a.m. I'll bring them into the training room and we'll we'll be working on certain things together, whatever that training day is. Well, before we run out of time, I did want to ask if there yes. was other things loose in your life that you could tell us about. So you're a spider lady, you train spiders, yes. you sell spiders, yes. but yes, I'm sure your career is not your entire livelihood. What are some of the other things you do? Yes, that's a great question, Phoebe. I do have other interests. But they're mainly spider interests. Okay, well, this is your time. I make spider jewelry out of garbage bags for humans to look like spiders, but they're made out of non-spider materials. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say they're made by the spiders. Oh, that would be cool. Although it- I haven't trained my spiders to do that yet, Grace, oh, but I'm I am sorry. very, very... No, 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 don't apologize. I am very close, and oh. I'm glad you brought it up because I am so close to making some spider stuff out from spiders um, that will be available on Craigslist as soon as I can get them to just perfect some things. Like I would love to make a spider webbed necklace with the little dead bugs as the jewels. Oh, they could be like wrapped up in the web, like the pearls. That could be really beautiful. That could be chic. I could see the Kardashians being into something like that. I'm glad you brought them up because I've been insta I've been direct messaging them on Instagram for over three months. They have yet to get back to me, but I'm gonna it's gonna be the next big thing on Vogue. You'll see it. You'll see it, guys. I spiders in the next big thing. I believe you. Well, hey, I think we're gonna say goodbye to you here, Luce, but before we go, please let our listeners know where they can find you. You can find me on the Linwood Craigslist in the Seattle, Washington sub list of Craigslist. I usually go under this the handle the spider lady. It's pretty <laughs> easy. You can also find me on Tuesday nights at Jai Tai on Capitol Hill. I do stand ups. I'm not that good. <laughs> and then you can also find me I I work once a week at my volunteer at the thrift store. So the thrift store downtown. Okay. Well hey <laughs> Luce, aka Spider Lady. It's been fascinating meeting you. I I really hope I did not offend. I do respect spiders. I'm just afraid of them. I'll take some spiders as long as they're not venomous. They're not venom to you. Oh, okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. (laughs) Well, thank you, lovely ladies, for having me. And I hope that maybe that you won't be so scared of spiders. 
And maybe one day I'll creep into your houses and release a bunch of spiders and then be your friends and you won't be afraid anymore. <laughs> okay, well, that's it for Loose. <laughs> it's been great talking to you. And then that brings us to the end of the brand new segment, Character Interview. Wow. Well, hey, I'm back. Oh. Well, how'd that interview go? How do you feel about spiders? I love spiders. Okay. Well, you would have gotten along with this lady. I'm a little disappointed <laughs> that you uh, weren't around for it. Anyway, listeners, that has brought us to the end of this episode of Stoner Chicks Podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining us. And hanging in. Hanging around. Uh, you can find us online at Stoner Chicks Podcast on Instagram. Stoner Chicks Pod on Twitter, Broccoli Broads on TikTok, stonertrickspodcast at gmail.com if you want to email us high thoughts or any other input, really, like stone snacks, anything. We love to hear from you. Uh, our website is stonertrickspodcast.com. We've got shirts over there and we have a P.O. box. P.O. box 80586 in Seattle, Washington. That's 98. One zero eight. I didn't even think that we could do these end credits while singing, and now that's all I'm gonna do. Thank you for joining us on Stoner Chicks. Stephanie, what do we always say? We say let's get stoned in the party in the USA. Party in the USA. Thank you for listening to the Stoner Chicks Podcast. We want to thank our editor, Shari Junko, the composer of our theme music, Jessica Damari, and Ben Redder and AJ Dent for creating our rad cover art. Email us your high thoughts at stonerchickspodcasts at gmail and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Stoner Chicks Podcast. Bye!